0: All right, welcome back to the Save the Parents podcast. This is Jenny. I am here with Adam this evening, um, and as we record, we have a tremendous topic um, tonight. I hate this topic. I do like this topic. Dude, I'm, I'm totally pumped. It's going to be it's gonna be pretty funny. It's a but silly topic. We are here to talk about the dad bod, dad the bots. infamous.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's an addendum to our last podcast, which was a little bit ago. I guess release-wise, it'll be probably consistent, but... We haven't recorded for a couple of weeks now, so... I know. I hate that this topic is dumb. I don't like it. Dude, this
0: topic's going to be amazing. Because there's something about the dad bod. Uh, it's it's funny, because as... I never really thought of it as a thing when before kids, but after kids and knowing other people with kids, it's almost a source of pride for a lot of dads.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's crap. No? No, I don't. I think that it's um, probably... More to do with I don't I guess pride is something to say, but really just I don't want to try anymore. So fuck you, I'm gonna have a dad bod now, and that's what is part of it. And maybe that's part of it. I don't really know.
0: I don't know. Well, it seems like part well, of the... What, for,
1: let's back up. What What is the latest definition of dad bods? Dude, so, well, so we're on the same page, and everybody can get the dad bod picture if you don't know what we're talking about here.
0: Well, so we both perused a couple of definitions, and I think the one that really needs to be called out and referenced here is the Urban Dictionary one. Urban
1: Dictionary is the best definition yeah. so source. So according
0: ever. to the Ur- Urban Dictionary, um, the dad bod is a male body type that is best described as softly round. It's built upon the theory that once a man has found a male and fathered a child, he doesn't need to worry about maintaining a sculpted physique.
1: Found a mate and fathered a child, I'm assuming is what you meant.
0: Indeed. Um, If human bodies were cuts of meat, the dad bod would skew more marbled rib eye than the filet mignon. Or if human bodies were sea mammals, the dad bod would be more of a grazing manatee than a speeding dolphin. The dad bod is more mudslide than mountain, more soft serve than sorbet, more sad trombone than clarinet, more mashed potato than skinny fry. The dad bod is built for comfort.
1: That is very counterintuitive to people like the dad bod. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think confidence in who you are is what's the attractive piece here, not necessarily the components of a dad bod perhaps so i don't know and i would say that's more what's attractive about somebody who can rock a dad bod and have no shame about any part of it that's what i would guess would be true say so, hey listen like this is me i don't got time to be in the gym 25 hours a day i'm not you know all these i'm not who i once well i got shit to do and yeah. shit to do requires that i do it And that does not always mean physical shit, especially in America 2018.
0: Yes. Well, I think, I mean, it kind of goes back to I like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. So if you've got women looking at you because you're a guy and um, or at least in this case, um, assuming you've got women looking at you, it's it's almost a sign of like. I mean, it kind of goes a little primal in the sense of, like, it's a sign of, like, you've got a family, you're a father, well, like... here,
1: here's my interesting question. Okay. Sounds, I, I, sounds deep. Yeah, here's <laughs> yeah. The, here's the issue with the dad bod scenario. It depends on the context. If you're out and about, and you... I mean, you have... I don't know, this is a thought experiment. Hypothetically, you're out and about. If, if you're... Like, say you're on a beach full of folks or whatever, and you don't see a dude with a family and or kids with a dad bod physique as described by the Urban Dictionary, he is not looking good to you anymore. That is not a thing. It's a contextual situation. If you knew the guy had all the stuff, maybe that's a little bit more attractive, but definitely not by himself. Right. With no data on if this guy's, he could just be nobody. And then he'd just be an out of shape dude who hasn't got a shit together yet. One would assume. Yeah. I don't know how true that is.
0: Yeah, I can see the dad bod being substantially less popular if you're living in your parents' basement than if you actually. I don't have think a it's family. called a
1: dad bod. It's just called an out of shape loser <laughs> who's get a shit together. That's what I think that bod is <laughs> <Too> called. Super soft sir. <laughs> I think that's the next urban dictionary entry. Where they should come up with a new word that says, "I have a dad bod, although I'm not a dad." Ooh. I don't know what that's called. I guess we used to call it out of shape. So I don't know why we <laughs> don't call it that now. I don't know why we change language to make. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have a dad bod, and I've been trying to get rid of it for years—approximately five. Uh, it's uphill struggle, but I mean, it's nice that people accept it. But I don't know how much I like the fact that people accept it totally. Yeah, because it is still not healthy. Right, like You don't want unhealthy people in your society, and especially those raising your kids, but why is it that people love the dad bod so much? What's the deal?
0: Well, I think, I don't know. I mean, I think you kind of have to go back into kind of like how men and women perceive themselves. And I think from my understanding, like men perceive themselves generally as like, they're not as concerned about how other, like other guys perceive them as women are like women are much are like you dress for other women like you like a lot of what you do is geared around kind of that that social acceptance it seems
1: that is an interesting point i would wonder this this is a tangent if men are worried about what women think and women are worried about what women think why does nobody really know what women think? At least I don't know if that's true. Who's oh, that? Who is writing what? Like, <laughs> is there like a poll? Can we have like a continuous Twitter poll or some social media aspect that's like, like a running tally of women voting on what they think at, at a given moment? Since that's apparently what everybody's geared around. I agree with you. I don't give two fucks what other dudes think. Don't care. Right. Especially as a heterosexual man, give no fuck. Like, you think what you want. Right. Mostly. Right. Unless you're trying to threaten me for some reason or whatever. Anyway, that's a different context. But as far as physique goes, yeah, I don't care what other dudes think. I happen to care more about. Well, let me let me back that up. That's almost true, except for the peacocking aspect of of, of heterosexual peacocking. men. Please define. Absolutely. So, in any given anything, uh, just well, you can call it competition for lack of a better word. But we're gonna do it. We're going to be better at something like any sporting. It's not just the physique thing that that that's not a thing, but like the the ability in itself like, oh, yeah, I'll throw that football farther. Or like there's like something about something like this tiny little whatever about that or I'll throw this farther or I can do this sport better or whatever that kind of exists. So you kind of care that people think you're awesome at something even though the same sex, but that doesn't really make the physique I'm going to give two fucks about what they think about your extra role around your midsection. Because it's more you're what you can do. Now. It's more what you can do. More how you perform. Fair enough. And I don't know. I guess Fitness for f-
0: application. I mean,
1: I'm, no, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's 100 Instagram uh, people out there who are in the gym tweeting about their biceps right now. <laughs> Worried about if other people think how big their biceps are. But that's just, I think that's just the same domain as what I just talked about. They're just trying to outstat us other dudes in the moment, while at the same time actually caring about what the women think about yeah. their fantastic biceps Yeah, in that context. Yeah, I could see that. Well, though, according to what I've read, the dad bod, you actually have arms because you're too busy picking up kids and shit all day. You just oh. like to eat a lot, apparently, is what it's, happens there. It's the comfort. You don't do cardio, I think <laughs> is the question. You <laughs> eat a lot of carbs and you, do, you don't do cardio, so you yeah. have whatever result that is, is probably what... We mean by dad bod. Fair if enough. If you wanted to get, I don't know, nutritious about it. Fair enough. I don't know. What, what, why, why, why do you like it? Besides the fact that you have to, according <laughs> to society. It's a social norm to like what your mate brings to the table. But why do so many people accept this? Because well, I don't understand.
0: Right. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, and from a, from a female point of view, like you kind of like. I think women in general think they look worse than they actually do like regardless of how you look I think when you look in the mirror as a as a woman you always see things or notice things that other people don't notice but you hold yourself to really like it's a, a particular <laughs> a particular standard um and so like for me like I'm in shape but I never like I rarely think I'm in excellent shape I mean, on, on certain metrics compared with certain people, probably am, um, as I train for this half marathon, marathon-ish. Um, but, I mean, but that's the but thing. you're like, honing in
1: on your perceived faults. Right,
0: but okay. I, I've honed in on perceived faults. And then, and on the same note, like, I see these faults... And so it's kind of like I can't judge other people on their faults because I have those of my own. And not to mention the elephant in the room, the mom bod,
1: which is a whole separate topic. It's different. Nobody talks about the mom bod. Oh, I know. To backtrack, I think it should be fair for our crazy people out there that are always nitpicking everything everybody says all the time. It's not all women. But if we were in population statistics, that they think about how they, like what you just said that's more of like they're overly critical but I gotta be honest I'm pretty sure dudes are critical too they just uh, depends on the level I think the criticalness depends on how much you're getting laid I'm gonna be honest with you it's probably like a laid there's a graph on laid (laughs) versus criticalness if you're getting laid a lot you give a little less fuck about your physical appearance I'm just throwing that out there as as a I'm gonna send it I'm gonna send it and so as that goes down you might turn it back up and maybe care about what it looks like a little more. I don't know. Somebody should do that study. Somebody out there.
0: Well, here's do another study. Get laid
1: versus give a shit how you look study.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's another another thought on top of that study. If they're going to do that research, they might as well t- pause, uh, pile on confidence because I yeah. bet confidence reigns more, more important in like getting laid your getting laid ratio than it than actually being in shape and so if you have a dad bod for whatever like whether you have a family or not like if you have the confidence i feel like that speaks louder than maybe a fit body altogether
1: i mean to be fair there's a lot of dimensionalities and a dark rabbit hole to go down but it probably depends on who you can lay by and all the other weird shit that goes into that it's all about social status in some regard so if you have it it's probably in a lot of domains that aren't your aren't your physique then you give to give less fuck about what's going on and i bet that goes between genders i would imagine that that would happen but as far as the dad bod goes i mean to be honest and you know the mom bod gets a shout out here like working out around kids is not an easy scenario you have to get <laughs> up early as fuck so they don't get in your way at least little kids i think and that's a good question like when is the dad bod no longer acceptable and you transition into old old man bod like there's like <laughs> dad bod time when the kids are little and it's kind of acceptable and then there's a time where you're just old and nobody like well you know he's over 50 so he's gonna have a an old man pod but there's that 40 like i guess nowadays like late 30 40s like is that when you're supposed to be back into shape like what is there like the dad i can't scale all the way through that sounds crazy to me as your kids get older and your get, dad
0: bod becomes more accentuated it gives well it becomes more <laughs>
1: accentuated but your kids give less of a fuck about hanging out with you they're busy hanging with their friends and so now your excuses dwindle and everybody knows your excuses dwindle unless you like maybe that's kind of that game everybody's playing maybe i can play this game too like i rock the dad bod and hopefully i got enough of that time where i transition into old man bod and you know, keep it just enough Where it's like acceptable. So what, how would you
0: define an old man bod?
1: Oh, I don't know. So that's a good question. We need more definitions from Urban Is that when you get
0: like the big belly?
1: I think the big beer gut is definitely not a dad bod, a tractor. I think it's just softness in the dad bod. Like you used to be in shape, I think is the, I mean, we're talking about like cultural zeitgeist shit. So who knows? Everybody's got their own definition, right? But I think softer, you know, you have, you used to be in shape maybe, you got kids now, so maybe you don't do as much cardio, so you're a little bit more marbled, and then yeah, you slowly transition to old man marbled. bod, so you get like a little punch that's kind of big, like you could put your beer on it if you really wanted to, instead uh. of just, instead of not, you wouldn't, okay, a dad bod to me is... I don't want to do jumping jack shirtless around people I don't know because there's a lot moving around there. But it,
0: but it will hide by a shirt.
1: But it will hide by a shirt. And an the old man, man bod is... You're going knows. from stripes to plaids. To give, and nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. it like, in your shirt. You stop and... giving a shit. You wear your belt. <laughs> like You have a belt just to keep your pants <laughs> at an acceptable level even though your beer guts... I mean, you don't have to be a big dude. You just have an old man bod dude. Like It doesn't have to be a big gut. It's just... It's like, you know, maybe it's volleyball versus the basketball going on there, but something's going on. At least in Western culture, and I guess I'll even specify more Midwestern, you know, white males that I am attributing most of this to. And I, I don't know how that, that scales or crosses between ethnicities and cultures, but that's what it seems like to me. So maybe I can make it from dad bod to old man bod, or maybe I sh- should reject the whole premise that this is acceptable and just take some personal responsibility for my issues. I don't know what's a better answer in today's world. Do you need to have a dad bod as a dad? Does that make you... Do you judge people who... This is a good question. Okay, I'm, stop I'm ready. Ranting. Here's a question. I'm ready. If you come across a dad who should, by all accounts, have a dad bod, but is a fucking... Like a B, he's looking good. He is definitely... Do you judge him on like not paying enough attention to his family or something? Like he's working out too much?
0: No, I would say the opposite. It's more of a more power to you. Same with moms. Like when you come across like moms who are super athletes, like super more power to you because there's a million reasons as a parent not to be in shape, sure. which is why the dad bod's a thing. However, if you can overcome that and still be in really good shape, despite all of the kid distractions and challenges, like, dude, that's, that's awesome. High five, bro.
1: Well, here's a high five, bro. Are you serious, though? Here's a (laughs) like another question. I don't know what, like, from my own perspective, I can say I don't think jealousy is a big thing, and you don't really think of it that way, depending on what's going on. But I, I, you've talked this to me about it before. Maybe you don't want to be open about it. I don't give a shit, but people are jealous about you getting your body back after kids as fast as you did. Like, people are like, hey, yeah, what the fuck? This is bullshit. This isn't fair. Yeah, and you've been kind of had to deal with not a lot of back- but passive-aggressive backlash yeah if that's what i want to say so why is it that you've received passive-aggressive backlash from dropping your mom bod if you will because you don't have one
0: i feel like it um but that's part of the fun um i guess but it's well to to kind of elaborate on that so Watson and Maddie are 13 months apart. So Watson was a surprise. Um, And so every, like, but that was part of it. Like every day, so I started like when, before, when Watson was conceived, like I was in good shape because we had just gotten married. Um, But when I was pregnant with Watson, I was super not pumped about it. Like he was a surprise, like a good five years ahead of schedule. I couldn't help but see all of the plans and ambitions that had changed as a result of him. Um, and so I honestly hated every pound I put on, like I would go to the gym, I think four times a week, like until I remember in Alabama, um, I was wearing, my sister had sent these workout shirts and they were totally helpful. And as my belly grew, it was entirely necessary. Uh, but I remember one day I was on the treadmill, like walking 'Cause it was Alabama in the summer, um, so one must do their walking inside. Um, and I looked over in a mirror and I saw myself and I <laughs> had this this silly this purple workout shirt on and black shorts and I just in my belly and I remember looking at it and thinking like I'm a fucking blueberry. Like I'm a blueberry with legs right
1: From now. From Willy Wonka. From
0: Willy Wonka. And like that was I remember like getting off and like finding you. It was like I'm done. Like I can't.
1: Well, <laughs> didn't somebody? I remember whose hack this was, but wasn't the rule like every 30 minutes in the gym you spend while pregnant is an hour you don't have to spend after you have the baby? I can't. Is worth who. an hour of workout. Time I don't remember after who said. The I don't know, who fucking knows what's true, right? But yeah,
0: no, one of our friends had said that, and it was. It. I mean, that was kind of what I took. Well, is important. So, like that was the case with Watson, and same with Maddie. Like all she, through all through pregnancy, I worked out um, and stayed very active. But part of that was, um, honestly, with pregnancy hormones. Like the only time I actually felt like mentally sane was after I worked out.
1: So I would agree with half most of what you said. Yeah. Um, but. My question is, I think it's a, like, nobody likes the pounds they put on, I would guess. No, I I put
0: on 50 pounds with each kid, like, despite workout ambitions. No
1: dude likes the pounds either. Like, don't get me wrong. Really loved eating Little Caesars Cheesy Sticks outside of (laughs) Dothan, Alabama. Don't worry, we both did. Loved it. Loved getting it. I think, I mean, the heaviest I was is after the second kid myself. Sympathy weight is... I mean, it's not Sympathy Weight. You're just eating the same thing that they are. That's basically what happens. Yeah. I mean, right? But we call it something cute so we can pretend like it's not our fault. And that's the real question <laughs> I got. Like, why do we think it's not our fault that these bods happen? There's a good question. Do we just... Is, is, the, is the immediate reaction as a human to blame everything but yourself so you can keep your hero maker intact in your mind? Yeah. Or do you think there's something to just... Don't worry about it. Well, I think it's
0: complicated because I think for me, like, I was chomping at the bit to get back to walking and being active after both kids because, like, I just, I mean, probably even to the point of, like, it's a little probably more fine-tuned than it should be. Like, I can't stand to look in the mirror and see myself otherwise. Um, And I hold myself to that standard. And so if I'm 15 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds over the standard of what I feel like I should look like... I I do something about it. I walk it off. I hike it off. I put a kid on my back and one on my front and I'll hike for Again. miles. Like until until it's gone because I just like I can't see I have, myself. I otherwise. have
1: personally benefited from that mentality. My question would be why such a double standard with the dad bod? Why yeah. is it an excused situation? Versus the mom bod, which is Hey. For me, yeah, well, not just you, but I mean, I'll be a little fair. I don't know of a lot of people celebrating the mom bod. I mean, people will tolerate the situation, but nobody's like, high f- like Oh, that's great. There's no like, high five, weird, bro. You've got five, a mom bro. bod again. Is it more like the signal from the dad bod that you're somewhat successful in a shitload of domains? You just happen to not be 100% not in on the physical on, one, not in the physical one at the moment, or maybe ever again. Right. So is that more of what's going on? Or is it like, oh, yeah, we're going to celebrate how you're you and, you know, more power to you. It doesn't give like, you don't have to subscribe to society's pretend, you know, goals for you, which, again, I I do appreciate. However, I mean we're really talking about healthiness here and right. being a, being, having a dad bond probably isn't the most healthiest option you could do. And for sure, for sure, there's some personal responsibility there. Right. So, so why, why the pass? well, I think why the pass
0: honestly, this is where it becomes a bit like political, political for lack of a better wow, word and saying like you've it becomes a little bit more tribal, and it depends <gasps> on your kind of your beliefs of um, kind of the whole men women dynamic because I think it gets into um I mean, I could easily see from a feminist lens like it becoming like a double standard. like it's okay for guys to have a little bit of extra weight, but it's not okay for women. like this is a this is this is unfair. shall not stand. This shall not stand right. Shoot but em. at the same Burn. time, like, I mean, it's I mean, you could see it from a psychological or kind of um, point of view of like, of historical roles of men and women, and what what was wow. what the other sex looked for as far as like mating maybe, and be
1: burned at the at the trials right. For I know, but right. see Damn. that's
0: the thing. Like you end up with so many different perspectives um, that kind of like your interpretation of all of this will be reflected by the cognitive dissonance you're looking through this at.
1: Maybe. I mean there's something to be said that men are more shallow pricks and we like physicalness in the mates a little bit more. So there's less tolerance for out of peak physical condition. And if you want to say it that way, I'll steal man the other side. Like you guys are much more in depth and rich on what you what you may or may not want in a mate. Although I don't know about all that. I don't know where that all stands, because in theory, if you got a dad bod, you already have a mate, so nobody else should be giving a fuck, and it's only a one-on-one conversation about what you guys really want, so who gives a fuck about any of this at all? It should be uh, a mate-on-mate, monogamous kind of situation, so why such the obsession with somebody who seems to be already taken and set up in a a life situation, why even worry about their physicality at all, unless you're that person? Maybe that's the real answer. Why does everybody obsess with everybody else? Instead of taking on a personal responsibility scenario and what works for me and my spouse or my group or even those polyamorous folks out there, my sexual group of folks that we're all in. That's what matters to me in my physicalness, not necessarily everybody else's cultural acceptance. Who gives a fuck what that is? Right. We're at an individual level here and right. making their transactions that way.
0: Well, and I think I think for a second it's worth kind of diving into kind of so I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of a lot of our like the basis for having this discussion isn't like isn't just acknowledged like as as a monogamous couple, like it's you and me. However, we understand that there's other women in the world and other guys in the world. What? What pretty big deal. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, you're not looking to appeal to them, but you recognize that those are those are influencers in decisions. And I think it's one of those where as a married couple, it's you can try to believe that those forces aren't there or people aren't swayed by other people around them. I mean, it's but I think we're could, all human.
1: Could okay. it be? I mean, there's a lot of culture in influences. So there's definitely something wrong. But could it be that you might be intuitively attracted to somebody who's healthy? Just as a principle. Like somebody who's healthy, like they're not they're going to they have healthy whatever. Like let's, let's go all the way evolutionary psychology. This this is going to be a healthy person who's going to have healthy genes and a healthy environment that's probably going to be crafted to raise my healthy kids and keep the lineage going, which is uh, the biology's answer for why we do anything right is that is it some of that is that why and so like I said is it a cultural maybe mistake to accept the dad bod as an answer is that a mistake to allow like oh man maybe we're just kind of like oh it's it's great man I I think there's it's one of them things that maybe for a time and then you like get rid of it or whatever just because the realities of what we're dealing with but well, Do you think it, yeah. I, I'm not sure it's okay to uh, to like this, right? To well, just be accepting. It, I mean, there's something to be, you know. Everybody's their own person, but I mean, maybe most dads with the dad bod, myself included, don't want the dad bod, right? Like if we could snap our fingers, get rid of it tomorrow, you think we all would? I would say the answer is yes, and probably appreciating cultural acceptance. But maybe that's not a good thing, right? For once. Right. Well, I think
0: it. Right, and I think you could actually spawn that out not just to dad bods, but to anybody out of shape. Like there seems to be a pretty good like. How dare dare you? Right, but I mean, it's. (laughs) I mean, it's not for better. I mean, it's a for better for worse. Like it's it's great that people like who have, like who have more of the soft serve body style to cite Urban Dictionary. Like it's. You just, like, there's a, more of a cultural acceptance out there now than I think there was 30 years ago, 50 right. years ago. Maybe. Is that a good thing? Is it not a good thing? Like, it might be a good thing in the short term, but in the long term, is this going to come back to bite us? Like, as all of these, like, as diabetes goes up and all of these other issues that are kind of related that to the lack of the one of working thing going out? up.
1: Everything else is getting better except for health is kind of, I don't know, I think it's still probably getting better. Especially when you consider the statistics of the world, like probably more people are out of poverty and that's got to be healthy plus. But if you're talking like the same economic status of folks, you know, there's like a weird like like middle, middle class to just out of poverty belt that is probably driving the obesity epidemic. Not only do they consist of the largest group of people, so they're going to have the highest risks anyway. Right. But there seems to be uh, a health epidemic in that economic status, right? Like the very, the very whatever, like was was for lack of better words, the the poorest of the poor can't eat enough to be overweight and unhealthy, and the richest of the rich figured out a lot of ways to not do that too, whether it's personal trainers or a fucking awesome chef on staff who can right. turn your, health own food into or or your own gym or whatever your own gym and all kinds of you're stuff you're not working or- you've got resources <laughs> to help yourself out you're not working as much you just own own capital and so you're you're kicking ass in words. you have the time to dedicate to your own personal fitness but there's that middle belt who has to keep extending their belt speaking of based off of all kinds of stuff i mean obesity epidemic is ridiculous and so do you think
0: the dad bod is more of a upper poverty, like middle class thing? Like, is that? I do.
1: I really do. What? I, I don't believe it scales. I, again, I don't like this topic because I think it's, I think it's a cop out because I think people are accepting things they shouldn't accept as much. I mean, you don't have to demonize them. There's a difference. Right. Demonizing is terrible. Celebrating also terrible potentially just be like right. hey work on it we get it we get it it's nice we understand I'm, the, challenges, understand the, the lack challenges of the sleep. world if you never make it that's okay <laughs> but don't stop trying because we decided it's acceptable like I don't think that's an answer at all I think that's the shitty answer yeah. because again like I'm, I'm I mean not to dive into anything but I I don't mind you know thinking of health as you know it benefits the public if everybody's healthy, right? And how you pay for it and everything else is a different conversation, a different podcast. But I think that I would like people to be more healthy than unhealthy. Right. Especially if any part of what I'm doing is going to contribute to public health, like even if that's tax dollars or how I deal with society or the, the, the remnants of. So that said, if, if we're going to take on responsibility for a, in a public health aspect... Well, some of this, like, celebrating shitty health has got to go. It just has to go. I mean, not saying you have to demonize people again. Like, there's a lot of challenges out there. But as far as, like, oh, it's okay to be whatever as an acceptable solution to society. Well, again, if you're doing all individual responsibility stuff, somebody wants to fucking fuck themselves up or be unhealthy, great. But unfortunately, society doesn't work that way. We're all kind of intertwined. We're a nice... Nice social primate species. Sorry, everybody. That's just the way it works. And so we built our societies that way too. So you can't just say, yeah, go have at it or whatever. Like you might need to take into account how healthy you are. And I think the biggest question and sadness I have is how little nutritional information that is consistent we actually have. Same thing as go to the other podcasts. Like Nobody even fucking knows what the, how to even eat in 2018 and what makes sense. I can't believe this. We can fucking give somebody a pill and they'll have an erection for five hours, but damn it, I don't know how to fucking eat right. I don't know what that answer is. Are not are not a food group? First off, I don't know. There's a lot of nuance to that, but that's that was that'd be my only reservation about celebrating the dad bod. Is like, well, that is a cultural acceptance, and maybe that's a good thing as far as like challenges the world. But do we think that's a good thing to? if it's if it's truly unhealthy to be in that physical condition, should we be that high five bro? Well you is know Is that is that okay?
0: Right. Well that's you know, oddly enough, like that's the funny thing. Like it's it's funny because the acceptance of the of how it is and kind of the this track to make things better. Like being okay with that goes for both mom bods and dad bods. Like, you're all of a sudden, like, it's really funny. It becomes not so much a topic of, of tribalism and, like, how you perceive, like, things differently. It's actually, like, this is just, like, it's an acceptance of we can all do better, regardless of male, female, otherwise, or, like, whatever. It's just, you, we can all improve. We can all do this for a healthier lifestyle and, yeah, and community and society
1: trend upward i don't know what how far i mean it's nuanced i mean yeah i'd say i'm just going to throw a number after i'm going to do this particularly because our kids are five and six so this is definitely confirmation bias when your kids go to elementary school your excuses end like they just do because they're gonna start a friends it's just like a trending they less need you right especially And no offense to anybody who does this for, like, especially if you aren't going to work for, you know, you can, like, whatever. Like, say you arranged your lifestyle so both of you had more time for the kids at home. And now they're slowly going to be gone more. And you can pick up more work, sure. And maybe that's a great idea for economic reasons. But at the same time, if your time has increased based off your kids' growing autonomy and you choose to fill that not with being healthier, well, then guess what, motherfucker? It's your fault. Okay, so so, maybe that's an like that. There, it's got to be like uh, up, babies. Like okay, you're we are gonna gonna allow for you to kind of dip a little bit, and we can get into a different different conversation for a different day about how advertisements and social society really fucks you on the health thing. I think we did last podcast, but and then you have to go back down, and if you keep going up, that's not good. It's bad. Right, you can't keep getting worse. And again, maybe even transitioning to old man bod, is not that's, that's not good either. Like, old man bod shouldn't exist either. It's just probably a lot more physiological at that point, not effort-based. Obviously, as you get older, your metabolism slows down. And it's tougher to get in shape. Maybe. Or maybe that's just a product of combined neglect. I don't really know. I don't know if anybody does. Again, back to the non-knowledge that we have as a society in 2018 about what we can do what we can't do. And yeah. how do you even test? Like, how do you even, how do I even know what's a good answer for me? Maybe I don't need X amount of food and I need X amount of whatever. I don't even know how to even get started to learn those things other than just test yourself. Right. And that answer is probably the best one to have for the moment is figure out what's good for you. Good for you, meaning that puts your trend line in a positive direction. Right. Not just for f- eyeball physique. But for the other health metrics for genuine as well, health, right? Yeah, blood pressure, blood cholesterol, like all the stuff that, that that needs to be healthy. That right. if your doctor looked at your shit, he'd be like, you know, oh wow, that's great. Other Things than like, oh man, right here comes oh, another Lipitor fucking prescription. You know, <laughs> like not that guy who's like like right. giving you a lecture on how you're being shitty.
0: Right. So as part of that, and I think. I mean you've you've given a bit of an allowance for people with little kids and I think I think that's fair. The the challenge is real um and Maybe. I and the time requirements are there and the ability to to work out with kids around is challenging. Anybody who can do yoga with their kids like props to you because I like it's amazing how quickly my mat gets consumed and like everything goes away and it's just oh it's it's great. Well,
1: so to be fair, we've been talking a lot about the exercise component here. And to be, I, I don't know much as a pretend biologist, but I will know this. As much as exercise matters, diet matters about eight times more than exercise does. Right. And so it's the time component and how much you're stressed and feel like. And so like when you're stressed, you're going to go for what's easiest to, I'm, I'm assuming this is true. If you're tired, you're stressed out, whatever can get me out of that situation the fastest. Right. And to be honest, some of some of it's it's probably the most unhealthy shit there is to get you out of that state right you know whatever's quick to make whatever's
0: right
1: maybe it's alcohol maybe it's drugs maybe maybe drugs maybe it's whatever whatever gets me out of this state is what i go to the fastest for that short term gratification and maybe that's part of the problem too is that's what we all i'm i'm guilty as i'm talking right like i'm not trying to say i'm better because I'm not. I've been guilty. I've been doing it. I got wine on my glasses. I'm talking to you. Like, how, <laughs> do you how do you put that piece, that important, like, most important piece, is what's usually neglected. The whole world like, is geared around exercise. When in reality, it, like, that's a big piece, but not as big as diet. That's the big, fantastic elephant in the room of almost all society. And you think, if you have little kids and they're running around, you should be exercising more. It's not about the exercise. It's about what you're eating. That's the problem. And how yeah. much you're eating and what you're eating is probably more of what your issue is. That's probably true. Not necessarily the exercise component. Yeah. As fucked up as that sounds. Nobody likes that answer because right. it's hard. Because we that's all the hard love answer. Food. Right. Uh, if you don't love food... makes me feel good and it's awesome. You, you, you haven't met had... a good
0: cook. But, right. Yes. Yeah. It's... But in... You're absolutely right, and I think I have two things, but I think, first thing is, I think the, yeah, the, the point that I probably omitted, and probably for the sake of candor need to include, it as far as my own um, experience post-kids, was I've always been a master at, at managing what I eat, and really... Not only waiting until I'm hungry to eat, but even then, like if I'm hungry and I don't like the way my body looks, I won't eat. Like to the point of like in high school, this
1: was borderline probably, problems. Probably not good,
0: right? Borderline problem.
1: Another unhealthy aspect,
0: but. right? Um, well, then you but get stressed. But that was else part of it, that. right? I like I would, I, I would man, like I would keep my calorie intake. On a daily basis down so low that we would go for a hike and I would, ho- I would carry both kids and I would eat like 800, 1000 calories a day you get, you get so and breastfeed and like, well, no shit, it's gone. Like what? I mean, it's one of those where it's, Well, I mean, it's kind of a frustrating like calories in calories out. And a lot of people want short, like easy solutions to make you lose weight faster, and that's kind of the unfortunate reality. Like the potato (laughs) hack diet, right? Exactly, that's a great one. Um, But then the second, yeah, um, the second point is like, I would argue that there there is a bit of an allowance of of having of having little kids um, and not being in shape, but I think. Honestly, I, I feel like to some degree it can become a bit of a hedge, a bit of a comfort pillow to to parents when they aren't in shape and they have little kids. Like It's almost like you kind of get this pass with people and so you're not as motivated to go and work out and change things. Maybe. But I, I – which eh, – challenging, complicated, situational. Uh, but I think the bigger thing – like, and like to you and your kind of biology background, if you're comfortable answering, like, if does your microbiome, does your biology change oh. over time as a result of your eating pattern?
1: Oh, I don't know, probably. So, like, so if, like probably. To,
0: so if you were to spend like five or six years kind of like hedging against, like, it's okay, I've got little kids, so I'm going to rock the dad bod. And then all of a sudden, like, five, six comes and your kids go to school, and all of a sudden, like, you want to take this more seriously. Like, is this lost time? Like, have you set yourself back as a result of not taking
1: probably. better care of
0: your inputs along the way?
1: Probably. Probably. You probably should never just say, fuck it. It's probably yeah. the wrong answer. Yeah. That's, side, that's again, that's another reason why I don't, like, I don't like the celebration of shitty physique. And again, as I will stand here... And Jenny's in great shape for anybody who doesn't know her. And she'll lie to you over this microphone. And uh, I'll just <laughs> cut her off next time she lies. But not all of us are in good shape, at least not as good a shape as we could be in, right? Could be. And I think I, it's tough to st- like balance the line between what's a healthy perception of good health, what is a good perception of like allowing yourself to adjust for the time. There's a weird balance there. I think there's better data, like actually tracking what happens, not down to the calorie. That shit is not, nobody's going to do that. Right. We tried that. Nobody, nobody can pull that off, but like maybe you get some hack tool that can help you give, obviously your weight is a metric. It's not the best metric, but it is a, the most simplistic metric to do. Like don't be over X amount.
0: Well, we measured body fat.
1: Body if you can, if you can was, find a good thing to measure body fat, but it
0: became a bit contentious.
1: It's a little contentious because a lot of stuff is is in it's all hard to how you measure how you measure right, and it, it
0: depends on a spouse to measure it. And so when I wasn't measuring as accurately as I should have been, apparently that I got in trouble.
1: Well, you and can, we stopped measuring. You can, well, it's, there's a lot of nuance there, but you can. I would say it almost. Doesn't matter what metric you use as long as it's, if you know you're above a line, like say I'm not in shape, I should like get slimmer and trimmer whatever. I would measure weight. I would measure body fat. I would measure some kind of like, you're going to get your, you should be getting your physical every year, which is a longer term context, but not only that, but like simple, like everybody works out in some way, measure whatever that is. Like just, just take a poll. Maybe it's like once a week. It's probably the best amount. But it's not about what the number says. It's that it trends in the right direction. That's what right. you really want. Because it's, it's, every measurement's going to be off and there's nothing perfect. So I want my weight to decrease. I want my body fat to decrease. I want my ability to do X pull-ups during right. a workout to increase.
0: Net increase. Net exactly. Increases. Net increases right.
1: and net decreases. And don't measure too often where your ver- daily variability will And if you are going to measure that often, just know that you are going to vary depending on hormones or fucking. I drank a bottle of wine today, with with Jenny, and so tomorrow I'm probably going to retain a little bit more water than usual. And there's no shit that's going to happen. So like, you span it out, like on a weekly basis, and then don't let just let one measurement that goes wrong ruin yourself. Right. Like at least I don't know if the rule is a rule of three like three bad in a row equals a trend or three good in a row equals a trend. Like one data point ain't good enough and one change ain't good enough. But like find right. a way to like give yourself a system and then follow the system. And then if something gets fucked up, recalibrate. That's the part that's okay. Hey, the, the, the worst answer is to not try. Right. So I guess the biggest complaint I would have about the dad bod is if it's a result of not trying, then I say it's negative. Yeah. If it If that's a result of, This is me trying with everything else I got in my life. Then I guess celebrate it and be confident about it. Like, this is me doing my best. Right. If it's really doing your best, hey man, take that shirt off at the barbecue. Nobody gives a fuck, right? If you know you could do better (laughs) and you know where you fucking stuffed that extra piece of pizza in your mouth or drank that extra beer, then maybe like internalize the shame not in an unhealthy way but as a motivator yeah you know what i mean like don't don't just because somebody says that's awesome and they write six seventy thousand articles because everybody wants to feel good like that's perfect but you know life is great and you should try feel good but it ain't always about feeling good yeah that ain't always what it's about especially if you got kids like it's about the future next right you got to make sure those kids are like if you die of a heart attack at 50 years old and your kids are only 15 well, good job rocking the dad bod. High five, bro! Until it, there ain't no high fiving to be done, right. then it's bad.
0: Right, and so there's that's a, true.
1: there's a lot of shit to think about. It's not just instant gratification society, which I know we all want. Right, that's why we always concentrate on how we feel at the moment. And any <laughs> bad feeling should be destroyed immediately. Well, maybe not. Sometimes you take them and you use them as motivation, and that's not a bad thing sometimes. Right. I mean, there's definitely un- unhealthy things that that can happen. There's the point is everything's nuanced. Right. And it's about the situation and the context. That's what I would say is a better way to think about it. Although, I will say, if people think I'm more attractive with a ball than without one, which I don't believe for a second that would be true, <laughs> I think I'd be even more attractive if I had like the six-pack I've dreamed of since forever, and the kids, it would be even more so... But hey, everybody can lie to me all they want. In all these articles, but hey, if that's what well, we need so to prove to ourselves. Well, a, so
0: a here's like a heretic perspective. So what if all of these articles and all of this perception was built around helping, like, reinforcing a cognitive dissonance uh, as to like accepting the dad bod, like, or being empathetic to the dad bod?
1: I'm, I, I that's what I think a lot of them are. I don't know what do you mean? Yeah. Like what do you mean by heretic? So. Like that that's what I think is true. Fair enough. Not that. Are you a heretic? No, I, well, I'm a heretic in most things, and that's a different <laughs> podcast. Adam the heretic. We'll get on Adam the heretic in a different day. I got to be farther along in life before I really throw those bombs. But no, I do think there's a lot of people that w- want to believe whatever they're doing in life is the best. Like yeah. you're the you're the hero in your own fantasy movie that or role play game or whatever the fuck you want to think about your life. You're the winner. I'm the winner. I'm the one that's right. Everybody else is kind of wrong, and though you know you know you know you could do some things better, like given all the circumstances, this is the best I can do. Like maybe that's true, but maybe it's not true. And so think of it the other way, especially when it comes to health, because if we're talking about the dad bod and you are a dad, you got other shit to worry about, and that shit is the future. It's not always the right now. Right. And so, yeah, it's funny. It's a funny thing to think about now. The dad bod, that's awesome, awesome. But over time, it's got consequences, and those right. consequences could be more than you want to even handle.
0: Right. Well, here's so, funny, here's haha. Thing. Now, right.
1: Maybe you never make it to old man bod. Is my point.
0: Well, so I think you would. So I think anybody who has a dad bod and doesn't do really anything about it, because the secret, like the thing that changes as you get older, is your metabolism slows down. Probably. So like if you wait the five years after you have kids and you rock the dad bod and then five years in like all during those five years like your metabolism slows down so now instead of instead of needing two thousand calories you need eighteen hundred calories so you're all like you already like your your calorie intake that you, is required to kind of operate at a like lower physique has diminished. Right. And so when you actually try and like undercut that so that you lose weight, you're down to substantially less, like less than you would be. So it's even
1: harder. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the issue, right? You don't,
0: right.
1: if you make that far. Right. But the point is, like, again, dad bod hilarious and awesome, but I mean, 15 years from now is a long goddamn time. Yeah, I mean, A lot of shit can happen in 15 years. Probably will. Probably a lot of crap. I mean, good and bad. And health is, if you don't got good health, I think if you're healthy, like in a lot of ways, like you try work out, you try eat well, everything else that you'll do is gonna be better. It's your base operating system. Like you can't. Let me rephrase that. You shouldn't ignore it. Right. And you, and though you might be a dad bod, and maybe culturally it's more acceptable, but personally, I don't think you should accept it. Because you could do better. Don't make it the bad part of your day. And maybe this is the point where, dare I say, that there's a difference in population statistics here that people don't care as much. No. But individually, that's always not true. Like, any individual probably has their own special thing. I would say, give a little bit of yourself to scrutinizing what you can do better and then attempt to do it. But at the same time, in the morning scrutinize yourself at the end of the day be okay with what you've accomplished right it's probably how i do it like okay right i sucked this morning i got the whole day to fix it and then at the end of the day then you accept where you're at right and maybe that's a good mental health hack that probably somebody else has come up with but definitely don't do the opposite that's always bad don't right. always fuck yourself except like, the
0: morning and be critical at night right when I wouldn't you can't do that
1: do right when it's already done right well, now I just got to go to bed right so I'm're like, not gonna myself go you're not gonna go run five sleep. miles <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night when you're half drunk off of God knows what so that's what I would say man like be you gotta have both yeah and, and think both ways because you do anyway and hopefully your spouse if you have one. If you don't have one, you're rocking the dab on your single dad. Like, that's a different question, different topic, different issues. Right. But hopefully she's supportive, but at the same time, she's not accepting too much either. Like, not in a super negative way, but not in a, like, oh, man, like, this is great way. Like, you, it's okay to have the pressures. Right. It's okay to give that sexual selection pressure aspect to life. Like, that's, right. That's... God forbid we even say these things. You let... Yeah, I know. How dare you? How dare you? We should ignore biology at all costs, says the world. But yeah. it turns out you can't. So, bummer. What a bummer.
0: Bummer. I well, know. you know, and it's like... I, yes, as far as like... I think in any of these ambitions, whether it's mom bods, dad bods, maintaining bods, whatever, whether you have kids, don't have kids, I think the biggest thing that... It has helped us is support like you kind of you can't solo like it's really hard and much harder to solo venture these kinds of things because it's really important and it's so like there's so it's so much of a head game like Super it, head it's, game. it's it's almost entirely a head game it's you like telling yourself you will not eat that donut it's you telling yourself you've oh, done 10 push-ups and you will do 10 more even though your arms are sore like it's it's amazing how much of a head game it is and it, if it's just you venturing and like somebody's over in the corner eating donuts it's really not terribly helpful and it's really hard to make the case to your, yourself that like no like I really need to be here doing it like it really needs to be well like it's much easier if there's if there's a support network there whether it's a trainer whether it's a spouse whether it's somebody else or a friend or a club or whatever Um, but something that worked really well kind of on that with us is after, after Maddie was born, we did after Watson as well, I think, but we did, um, we did a weight loss competition. And so I would be active by day. Adam was off in ruck marches and we would, we attempted, um, to measure a variety of different body stats, including calorie intake. The calorie intake was, was more work than it
1: was worth. I would say it's probably too serious but anyway.
0: It was probably too serious. However, it was helpful in the sense of we were doing something about it we were tracking it and there was incentive to to win. So whoever whoever had the biggest change in weight at the same time, same week, same routine, um, got to pick date night. And so they got to pick their favorite restaurants and whatever we did and we went from there. And so it I mean I know we should bring it back it did that was a great thing um, but it really helped it really helped in the sense of kind of like keeping focus on it but then also not having it be like divergent like competition like sure all of that
1: I mean don't, but, don't don't get me wrong as you just said like there's a lot of discrepancy people are not all the same I know. Right. Heresy. (gasps) Heresy. Everybody metabolizes differently, gets benefit off of stuff. You, Your notion of maximum effort is not the same as somebody else's and onward and so forth. And so, like you, like those things are good and group support is good and having a forcing function is probably the best, there's a lot of ways to live any kind of life, but like in that domain is perfect. With the caveat of, if in your case you're going against somebody who's, a f- according to your own mind, a freak of nature, be careful with it, because you might find yourself getting your ass kicked, and that's a demotivator. But just, it's not about them. It's like golf. You're not playing the other players. Play the fucking course. And your body is the course. Get better than par. Right. Par is no longer good enough, and bogeys, oh my god. Birdies. We want birdies. I think that's where we wrap it up. What do you think? We should wrap it up? <laughs> We want birdies. We want fucking birdies, baby. (laughs) We need some birdies.
0: Absolutely. Well, and I think, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing from this. And I hope as you listeners listening to this, uh, there's no one way to do this. And it drives me absolutely bonkers when I hear people describe it as like there is this one way or this one product or this one solution to this innately complicated problem. And that's certainly not what we're advocating here. If you've come across it that way, let us know, and we'll do our best to kind of reconfigure in the future. Um, But that's—I mean—that's the thing. Like, there is no one magic solution. It's just what's worked well for us. What would hopefully inspire kind of what worked well in you. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's—I hope that's that's where it goes. So. Um, with that, we will go ahead and wrap up. So, thank you all for watching uh, or listening. 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 Hey, we
1: are going to video soon. That's yeah. another development. We're going to try videotape. Uh, maybe we're just too much of uh, Joe Rogan Disciples or something. But I think there's some benefit of being on camera. You can see somebody's nonverbals a little bit better. <laughs> As I motion with my hands yeah. that nobody can see. It's just a better way to get context of conversation? We're, we're kind of messing with it. We might get some kid videos out there and have... Right. It's going to be a weird dance between talking to our kids. We're going to talk about serious issues. It's mostly for comic relief. We're going to try not to get too dark, although... Our kids in particular really love to talk about fighting and death and all these weird shit now. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. (laughs) It'll probably start funny and then go dark place. But you know what? All good stuff. Well, what hasn't? Yeah, what hasn't, right? (laughs) Entertainment, a little bit, a little bit. Maybe you get some baby with that bathwater you can throw out. That's fine. But, I mean, look forward to those. And I think you're going to post them on the Patreon page. You can support us there yeah and save the parents at patreon yeah I, you
0: guys will be the first to know so yeah. first
1: to know and any other way you're on twitter yeah under what's your twitter handle uh you know, we gotta get better twitter. at this we no gotta
0: get i oh i know Twitter is actually save the parent. Um, save the parent. I'm just the one parent because Jenny and save, the, save parent. the parents is taken.
1: Well, Adam's gonna be Adam. So and save Adam the is
0: apparently saved. It's just me now. No, um, I gotta save.
1: <laughs> I gotta do another save the parent. and Together we can be save the parents plural whenever oh. we're in the same thread. Oh. Yeah, we gotta work on it. And you got an Instagram.
0: <laughs> yes, Jenny.
1: It's so. got better. Jenny. at Instagram.
0: Yep, on Instagram.
1: And then Facebook all Facebook the media. Facebook is medias.
0: yeah, social is the uh um, the this up. parents. Probably do it up front one of these days. But yeah, sounds We're good. We're trying to keep
1: this ad free. Um, yeah, because for ads all the generally suck.
0: We appreciate your attention. Uh, like- no. We appreciate your attention. Um, and honestly, like that's that's what we do this for um eventually someday money would be great but that's what our patreon page is for so if you are interested in keeping this ad free supporting us that's that's the place so
1: listen if you want a good take on why you should do ad free stuff just pick a sam harris podcast and just go like 2 minutes in and then he'll do a whole diatribe about why advertising can skew the conversation that's what we're about this is a nice passion project for us as well and we enjoy not playing that game. Yeah. And I don't want to ever play it, so... Right. The it would longer be nice. we can not
0: play it, this the is, happier we'll yeah, be. Yeah, this is...
1: I mean, we don't need to make... <laughs> I know their game. Listen, this is a... What what day is it today? Sunday night? Yes. Sunday night at 9 o'clock, kids went to bed. Like, this is a not a full-time job adventure. So, no, we don't need your life savings. We're just asking for a couple bucks. <laughs> For, if you like the podcast, for
0: coffee, a, for coffee and a, wine, yeah, cover put, those costs. We'll do wine, the thing. a bottle
1: of wine every episode is what we go through. So, if you think you're gonna listen to this with a glass of wine, which you should, and if you don't, maybe like, it'll hey, make more sense, buy us a fucking glass of wine and for our troubles. I think that's acceptable for our quest. troubles, <laughs> yeah, our troubles,
0: absolutely.
1: Because I went through three glasses during this podcast, and I think it's just oh, me that's now.
0: where it all went. Okay. Maybe that should be your take line.
1: Buy a glass of wine.
0: Buy Support a glass. the
1: dad bod. Buy the dad a glass of wine to help himself so he has to run an extra mile in the morning.
0: Right. And then go run with him. And then go run with him. Because we're all guilty.
1: Every one of us. All right. I think that's it. All right.
0: Thank you all for listening. All right, Have bye-bye. a wonderful rest of your day.